everybody. What is going on? You know what time it is. You're listening to Join the Journey podcast with your host, Emma Daughter. Today, we got Nathan Wagnon from the Eden Project. What up? What up? What's up, Nathan? Man, you know, I'm just, I'm pumped to be here. Yeah. Yeah. I'm also pumped to be I feel here. like I'm like a, I feel like I'm starting to be a regular on this, which is c- completely awesome because I love reading the Bible. And I really love helping people also read the Bible, like help them understand it. So I'm great. I'm glad to be here. Well, I was, I was literally waved in here while passing by. So yeah, I was like I was, literally less than 30 seconds ago. And the elevator pitch was, are you ready to have your mind blown? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Jordan, uh, thanks for being here, man. Thanks for, uh, it's always good to see you. But today we are reading Exodus chapter 15. So if you were with us yesterday, then you know that yesterday, you know, Yahweh did this little bitty thing where he like parted the Red Sea and, you know, people crossed over on dry land and it was completely crazy, right? And that was in Exodus 14. Yeah, yeah. That's oh, right. okay. That was cool. yesterday. Just yeah. making sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks. <laughs> but today what happens is uh, you get this really awesome song from Miriam, which is completely cool. Moses and Miriam are singing this thing. Picture Prince of Egypt and the harmonies that mm. go on there. You know what I'm talking about. Oh, You're yeah. a film guy. You know what love I'm talking Prince about. Of Egypt. I love it. Um, and so, but then you get to this weird thing that, that happens after they cross the Red Sea, starting in verse 22, where they come to this place called Mara. Now, if you know, you'll notice by this time, having read Genesis and Exodus, there are Hebrew words, and the Hebrews like to call things like what they actually are. So if you get to a place where you're drinking water and it's bitter, they just call that place bitter. So like Mara, right? And you're like, okay, that's awesome. So they come to this place called Mara because the water there is bitter. There's some kind of like, it, it's a, uh, which also in the ancient world, the Hebrews would have associated a bitterness in the water or something that's like unclean or not suitable to consume as being uh, a bad fate. So the, the gods are going, hey, this is not good, Right. It's interesting because Moses cries out to Yahweh and goes, hey, man, what are we supposed to do? Like, you, 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 you clearly have control over the water. You just parted it and pushed a bunch of people across. Now we come to this place. We can't even get a daggum drink. Like, you know, <laughs> well, like, what's up? And it's super interesting because there's a word there in verse 25 where it says Yahweh showed him. Um, which is the root word of that is the same word that where we get the word Torah, which means instruction. So the Lord is going, hey, I brought you here because I'm going to teach you something. I'm going to show you what I'm like, right? So like you, your back was against the wall. I parted the Red Sea and brought you across. Now you're coming here and going, okay, did you just bring us across so we can't get a drink of water? And Yahweh goes, no, 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 no. Where there seems to be not a way, where where fates have been decreed by the deities to go, nope, this is bad. I'm the type of God that shows up and goes, no, I'm going to make it good. So he he instructs Moses, like he literally like opens his eyes to go, hey, check this out. He gets this piece of wood, which again, seems completely random, right? But it's in the same vein as like uh, Jesus grabbing mud and putting it on the blind eyes, blind guy's eyes, right. right? There's nothing about the mud that, you know, I mean, there's there's nothing about um, the the waters when the guy in, in the gospels is trying to get into the waters to heal him. There's nothing about like, mm-hmm. it, it's, it's basically God going, 
hey, I'm in control of all of this and I can just use a piece of wood, like something as common as a piece of wood. I can use that to make this bitter water a, a source of something you should not consume into something that's actually sweet, right? And so he's like, open your eyes, take that piece of wood, throw it in the water. And not only did it become fit to drink, but like it turned from bitter to sweet, right? So like what you're seeing is this reversal, which, I mean, dude, if you're talking about Yahweh, it's like, well, that's what he does. Like something's bad and Yahweh shows up and it's good. Like evil things get put down, bad things go away, like Yahweh is in the house. And that's what's going on here, which is why in the second half of 25, Yahweh issues a ruling and what? And a statute. Yeah, a statute, which is the same thing as Torah. It's an instruction. Yeah. He's like, look, I am going to, to tell you if you will listen to me and do what's right. Do, basically, when I tell you to do something, I'm trustworthy. You can actually trust me. Like, I will come through. I'm the type of deity that when, that when you show up to bitter water, I can make it sweet. And if, you, and if you pay attention to my commands, if you keep all of my decrees, I'm, I'm not going to bring on you any of the diseases. I'm not going to treat you like I did the Egyptians, right? And, uh, and I am actually Yahweh, the one who will heal you, who will re- reverse the fates, right? Who will reverse the bitterness and make it sweet. And I think what, what you're seeing here is a really, um, this shows up multiple times in the coming chapters in Exodus, where Yahweh over and over again is going, hey guys, like, no, seriously, you really ought to trust me. I am trustworthy. And if you trust me, you're not only are you going to not drink bitter water, you're going you're gonna to thrive. And I'm going to be the one who goes before you, right? Yep to conquer the land, to, to uh, cleanse the land so that we can set up um, this Eden project, right? Oh, <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> this way of Yahweh going, I'm, I'm establishing my, my place in enemy-occupied territory, right? Eden is going to flourish. And the reason he does that is because he is the type of God who is love. That's who Yahweh is. So you ought to trust him. It's amazing. And I feel like that that connects to neuroplasticity. It totally does. Yeah, okay, cool. In so many cool yeah, ways. Know, right? Dude, you're just poking the bear, man. <laughs> <laughs> now you, <laughs> I'm about to go off. Yeah, we're... All right, well, listen, hey, guys, by the time, like, you, you should go to theedenproject.com um, and check it out because we do talk about how, like, yeah, the Lord transforms us. And uh, But reading this passage and that that little, like, that little instance at the waters at, at Mara um, is super interesting because it does show that the Lord is trustworthy. He's establishing for them the, the reality that, hey, you really should do what I say because when you do, things just go right. And that is absolutely applicable for today. Yeah. So my encouragement to the Join the Journey audience is trust the Lord, man. He's trustworthy. Jordan, dude, thanks for thanks for ducking in and being a part of this. You know, I'm so encouraged. I'm so glad that I was literally walking by and I saw smiling faces, and, <laughs> and, and I got I got the wave to come in here, and and uh, and I was promised that my mind would be blown, and mm. and I think my mind was, was that accomplished. Yeah, I you think know, so. I, that that makes me happy.
All right, y'all, that's all the time that we have for today. Thank you, Nathan, so much for joining us on this episode of Join the Journey. Uh, Real quick, before we go, I got to tell you guys about something really cool. Nobody's heard about this before. This is an exclusive. We are having a special contest. If you send in pictures or videos of you joining the journey together to at Watermark Church, we're going to select a lucky winner who can join us in studio for a live recording of the podcast and... There's a mystery prize. I know. And I'm not saying, I'm not saying that it's anything crazy, but <laughs> I think it might be an original Hebrew manuscript oh, copy snap. of Exodus. Alright. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm in for that, man. In- Photos and videos, just uh, just like us reading the Bible. Yeah. All right. Joining the journey together. You can do it as a family, as friends, as a community group. Yeah. You know, maybe by yourself in a nice tranquil spot. We like that too. Make sure and get your cup of coffee in there. Posted it at yeah. Watermark Church. Yeah, we're really partial to the uh, Bible photos with coffee. So. <laughs> yes, we are. And hint. <laughs> hint, hint. $5 gift card to the coffee shop. <laughs> 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 All right. Well, thank you guys for joining us on this episode of Join the Journey, Reading the Bible Together. Hey, we want to thank you for listening and we hope you enjoyed the episode. Did you know that you can help support Join the Journey by rating and reviewing this podcast? And if you're willing, we'd love it if you subscribe because the more you download, the easier it will be for new friends to find the podcast.